and welcome to the Barnes Podcast, our special series of shows for National Podcast Posting Month. All today, we're not animal experts, but every episode we're going to do our best to educate ourselves and you, the listener, about all things that creep, crawl, slither, fly, jump, hop, and swim on this planet, one animal at a time. Varmint's Podcast is on all the social things, and you can find a list of them at linktree slash Varmint's Podcast. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Varmint's Podcast. Or use your very favorite search engine and you will find it. I'm Curtis Craddock, and today I'm going to be talking about the red-eyed tree frog. Its Latin name is Agolchinus calidreus, and I'm pretty sure I got that something close to correct. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to explain to you why I picked this frog, and it's a story that goes all the way back to 1986 in a pizza place. Red-eyed tree frogs are native to the humid forest from Central America to Northwestern South America. They are an arboreal frog with long limbs and webbed toes. They have bright coloration, namely a vibrant green body with blue and yellow stripes on the side. It has a white underside, bright red and orange colored feet, and is named after its distinctive bright red eyes. Males reach about 2 inches in length. Females go to about 3 inches in length. It's typical for frogs that the females are bigger than the males. This is their sexual dimorphism. Their feet are a bright orange and have suction cups which help them adhere to the bottom of leaves, which is where they spend most of their time. Their skin is smooth with few or no bumps, another feature which helps them blend into their leafy surroundings. An impressive feature are their bright red-colored eyes with vertical slits. They do not have a true eyelid, but rather a nictating membrane that allows light to enter the eye so they will awaken when predators are approaching. The frog's coloration is representative of flash coloration. Flash coloration describes what happens when an organism displays certain colors at rest and different colors when it's in motion. In the case of the red-eyed tree frog, the frog's startling red eyes are hidden when its eyes are closed, allowing it to blend in with the leaves. When it's startled, however, it can flash its bright eyes, open webbed feet, open its orange feet, they're big and orange, and its blue and yellow lateral stripes, which all serve the purpose of confusing predators, allowing the frog a time to escape. It's important to note that though this frog is brightly colored, it is not toxic. Red-eyed tree frogs mate seasonally, specifically in the rainy season during the months from October to March. Males attract females by croaking. When a female shows up, she attaches herself to the underside of a leaf to watch the males wrestle each other for her affection. So there you have it. Super frog weight upside down frog wrestling championships. Also, females display preference for males based on their color pattern. They tend to favor local tribes rather than strangers, so the hometown frog boy gets the girl. The winning male and female will then participate in amplexus, which basically is the male crawling on top of the female, and then uh, the female chooses a leaf above a pond or a large puddle on which to lay her clutch of roughly 40 eggs. Since oviposition, that is the placement of eggs, generally occurs on both sides of the leaf, red-eyed tree frogs may fault the leaf to hide the eggs from predators. They also produce a sticky jelly to glue the eggs together, and this may also protect them from splitting and dehydration. The eggs typically hatch within 67 days if left undisturbed. This process occurs very above or very close to a body of water, because tadpoles which hatch from the eggs drop from water, drop into the water from the leaf. So, this is your life. 
You're just sitting there in an egg. Suddenly the egg hatches, and the first thing you do is plummet. Sploosh, right into the water. But that's not all. Eggs will hatch early if their survival is threatened in a process called phenotypic plasticity. If a egg senses a predator coming, and they can basically protect themselves by they can sense vibrations, because they are arboreal, they have to protect themselves against arboreal, aerial, and aquatic predators such as snakes, dragonflies, fish, and monkeys. When predators are close enough to produce detectable vibrations, the embryos assess the disturbance. After a few seconds, embryos vigorously hatch out into tadpoles and spread out to escape. A study found that embryos hatch towards light, suggesting they use light and dark as directional cues to determine hatching direction. Like all the frogs in its genus, they are nocturnal and do most of their hunting of insects at night. Adult red-eyed tree frogs are primarily carnivores, eating crickets, moths, grasshoppers, flies, and other insects. Occasionally, they also eat other amphibians, basically anything that will fit in their mouths. Tadpoles eat plants, algae, plankton, bacteria, and carrion. After metamorphosis, froglets begin consuming small insects like fruit flies and pinhead crickets. There's something in the um, carapaces of the bugs that they actually need in order to grow properly. Okay, so how did I come to pick this frog? Back in 1986, I started working at a pizza hut, and at the end of my shift, I would go out to the front of the front of the pizza hut and drop a couple of quarters on the video games there. And one of the video games that they had was called Frogger. Now. Our older audience is probably familiar with Frogger, but the younger audience might not be. It's a cabinet-style video game where you stand in front of it, put in a quarter, and you had a frog, and your frog started at the bottom of the screen, and he had to go across several lanes of traffic without getting squished, and then he had to cross a river which was infested with turtles and logs and alligators in order to get to the other side and be safe. Uh, this game was invented in 1981 by Konami and manufactured by Sega. In North America, it was released as Sega Gremlin, and it was a really, really fun video game. So I was sitting here thinking, okay, what am I going to do for a frog? And I'm like, did the frog in Frogger have an actual species? And sure enough, it does. If you look at the game very carefully, you can see that the frog that you are moving across the screen has these big red eyes. And the frog from Frogger has also made cameos in later movies, like Wreck-It Ralph, in which case, it, which it is obviously a red-eyed tree frog. <laughs> and so I said, okay, I'm going to take this little bit of nostalgia and I'm going to turn it into a podcast episode. The red-eyed tree frog is listed by the International Union for the Conservation of Nature as a species of least concern. This is good because we don't want these little critters going extinct. This show was produced by Donna Hume on land belonging historically to the Ute, Cheyenne, and Arapaho Native American tribes, with intro music by Infomercial USA, and bed music by Travelers of Time. Our logo was created by Imran Javed. If you enjoyed the show, why not give us a couple of bucks at www.buymeacoffee/farmitspodcast. 90% of proceeds go to the Wild Animal Sanctuary in Keensburg, Colorado, so we can do our part to help out the animals. Thanks for listening, and be nice to animals. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. 
Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up to the minute network shenanigans by following at podfix on Twitter, official underscore podfix on Instagram, at podfix network on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.